Good morning, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. And I am back in New York, in my living room. It feels good to be home. Oh, my goodness. Not that a week in Indianapolis wasn't fantastic, because it was. The Combine's always a fun time. But good to be back in the environs here in New York City. Windows are open. It's going to be a gorgeous day in New York. So you might hear some sirens and horns and what have you. And oh, sweet, sweet music. Um, hello to everybody in the comments section. Hope you're all doing well, ready for what will probably be a pretty eventful week. I suspect we'll get some news as to the Packers' intentions on Devontae Adams and the franchise tag maybe later today, but definitely by tomorrow afternoon when the deadline hits. Um, obviously, Aaron Rodgers and his decision still um, hang in the air, so to speak. There's a chance I think we hear from Aaron tomorrow, but I think it could go, could go either way. I do feel like it seems to be trending towards Rodgers trying to um, play this out as long as he can to help Devontae and his leverage in getting a long-term deal. I don't have any facts or concrete evidence to back that up, obviously, but that's just a feeling I get. Um, clearly, everything else, I've already been asked a couple of times in the comments sections about um, other deals, other guys they may be talking to, what moves they might make, etc., Everything is pretty much on hold, except for, as I reported last week, Jair Alexander. The Packers have spoken to him about a contract extension, though that will not get done until the Rodgers decision comes and they take care of Devontae, however they end up doing so. Um, those are the big three. After that, everything is on hold. So uh, whether it's cutting um, Preston, Zadarius, what have you, uh, you know, one, I think, is not going to happen. I don't think they're going to cut Preston, but I do think they're going to cut Zedarius. But all of those decisions and all of those moves are going to wait until they absolutely have to do so uh, prior to the 16th as they await Aaron Rodgers' decision. So um, I'm sorry I can't be a little bit more helpful on the rest of the roster, but they are in a definite holding pattern. And I don't know. I mean, does it feel like maybe Rodgers is holding them on purpose? Maybe a little bit, but that's like I said, I think, somewhat related to trying to help Devante get the biggest deal possible. Again, just guesswork on my part. Hope everyone's doing well. Good to see everybody. Dennis, hello. Good morning. Big B is here. What's up, Big B? Hope you're doing well, man. Callum, good morning or afternoon where you are. Well, Randall Cobb staying with the Green Bay Packers. I think there's a chance. I think obviously a big part of that is whether Aaron is back or not. If Rodgers does return, I would suspect they'd try to keep Randall around. However, I do think they would ask him to take a pay cut. I believe his cap hit at the moment is scheduled to be around $9 million. I'd be very surprised if they kept him around at that number. Um, nah, a lot can play out there, but um, if, like, again, if Aaron is back, I would suspect they'd try to keep Randall. Uh, was the rumor the Packers offered Rodgers for Herbert true from a year or so ago? Not that I've ever heard. Um, I've always just heard that that was just that an internet rumor, but Hey man, crazier shit has happened, right? It's the NFL playoff beard starts now. <laughs> Chad, who is the starting quarterback? Cause I tell you what, I ain't growing no beard for some surefire playoff appearance from Jordan loves green Bay Packers. And that's not a dig on Jordan. It's not a dig on the Packers. It's just reality. It's, you know, yes. The division sets up pretty nicely for a possible run. If Jordan's the, starter but it ain't no surefire thing as though it is when aaron's the quarterback uh, there's so many people here what's up aaron harper what's up man preston wright says eq need to go why does he need to go that's an odd 
stance, all in caps here on a Monday morning, Preston. If anything, he needs to stay. He's cheap labor. It's not like he's going to get out on the market and get some blockbuster deal. I think he knows the system. He's uh, effective when utilized. The Packers just haven't utilized him a whole lot. Uh, Aaron threw him the ball a little bit more. I think you'd see that. And he started to a little bit towards down the stretch run, the Minnesota against the Rams, et cetera. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't agree with your police work on that one there, Preston. <laughs> Molly, morning nags, dog shopping could start tomorrow. It could indeed. I tell you what, Olive is, uh, Olive is definitely ready. I'll give her that. Uh, hope this is not a yearly thing with Rogers. Wish he would decide on a retirement contract instead of a yearly Packers prove you love me. That's an interesting, an interesting proposition there, Robin. I think the Packers would prefer that as well. Um, in one way or the other at the same time, it doesn't really hurt the Packers in the sense of, you know, yes, they've got to do a lot as far as, whatever machinations and moves they make, obviously pay, make him the highest paid player, et cetera. They have to do those things to get the quarterback to return, but not locking yourself in long-term is probably in the best interest of the franchise, seeing as father time can hit at any point. Skills can diminish at any moment. An injury can happen and one play can completely change the tenor of your season, if not your path going forward. So, you know, I I understand that, but really, is this? Here's the other thing: you talk about champagne problems. Oh no, we may have to wait a few weeks to hear what Aaron Rodgers wants to do. I mean, is that really that tough? It gives us something more to talk about. Yeah, it gets a little annoying. It gets a little old. But look around the world right now and tell me that you would, you know, aren't okay with having to deal with Aaron Rodgers' indecision rather than some of the other shit happening on this globe. You know what I mean? Ain't that tough. What contract do you feel MVS wants? <laughs> Mick, a big one. Um, you know, I do think uh, there's a lot of speed on display at the combine at that position. So maybe that diminishes, maybe just slightly the uh, interest in him on the open market, though I doubt it. He's got the pelts on the wall and he's shown what he can do in this league. Um, you know, guys in the draft, no matter how athletic or fast they might be, they are just potential, you know. Um, I know the Packers have expressed interest in retaining him. They haven't started talks or anything like that, but if I'm MVS's agent, there's no way I talk to the Packers until I hit the free agent market. Cause I think he's going to get a big deal. Um, I don't know. I talked to Pete Prisco at the combine and he's, I think MVS is biggest fan at this point. He's a big cheerleader for him to hit the open market and get paid. Cause he's going to, if, and when he does. So, I mean, what that might look like, I have no clue, but it, he is going to get a big chunk of money if he hits free agency. What do I think about Crosby? I think he is done. I think there's a decent chance. Yeah, I've talked about that before here. I, obviously, they're holding three kickers as we speak um, on the 90-man offseason roster. Will they carry three throughout the entirety of the offseason into training camp and let them all compete? I'd be very, very surprised. Um I don't know. And again, you know, the Aaron Rodgers thing sits there and you'd think, well, what does the quarterback have to do with the kicker? But they are the longest tenured Packers. They are great friends. They are super close. It all connects. So I would be um, surprised if anything happened there unless um, Aaron isn't back. Then there's a good chance he's gone. But 
yeah, I just have a hard time believing they're going to keep three kickers through training camp or into camp and a real tough time bringing back Mason Crosby on his salary, on his cap hit, he's 4.3 for a kicker who was very, very streaky last year. Um, now I know there's lots going on with the long snapper, the holders, et cetera, but man, there's some tough outcomes. And you talk about kickoffs, the guy, especially when the weather turns, can't consistently put it in the end zone anymore. I think you're looking for youth. I think the Packers will be. So and we'll see. A lot to play out there. Hey, Nags, defensive tackle and outside linebacker, the most likely picks at 28, right? I hope so, Doxon. Man, I hope so. I Those defensive tackles on display. What was it, yesterday? Holy Toledo. There is speed to spare, athleticism to go around on all of those big guys. Holy Toledo. I, I'm all in. I am all in. I don't even give up. I mean, just give me one of those Georgia defensive linemen. They're all going to be gone. I That's the thing. Like, the combine probably solidified the fact that most of them won't be there when the Packers pick at 28. Maybe they jump up for one. I doubt it. Um, but, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind a defensive tackle to help Kenny out. Wouldn't mind an outside backer. Lots on dis- athleticism on display there as well. Um, tend to think that middle of that first round is going to be – there's going to be a bit of a run on both of those positions. So, we'll see if anything's left over at 28. Luke, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Good morning, Aaron. Random. Where does Charles Woodson rank among DB safeties in the history of the NFL in your mind? Whoo, baby. Well, DB slash safeties is uh, throws it open pretty wide. Um, you know, and I know he played both corner and safety. Man, I don't know. It's him and Ronnie Lott for me. I, I, outside of that, I know there are other contenders, other guys in the conversation, but they're the... I'll say they're the two best I've ever seen do it with my own eyes. Like, you can't get better. I mean, Ed Reed's in that combo. Uh, Roy Butler's in that combo. Um, but, yeah, no, man. Charles Woodson's the best I've ever seen do it. And at a fucking high level all the way up through when he retired. I mean, he wasn't hanging on there at the end in, in Oakland. He was still playing at a insanely high level. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's in that conversation, no question. Packers should draft Jordan Davis or Devontae Wyatt. I, Hector, I would love either one of those, but I don't think they're going to be there at 28. Not after this week. Not after the combine. Not after the show they put on. Jordan Davis especially. Holy cow. I had so many people kind of push back. As I said, when we got the interviews with Jordan at the combine, you know, I just love the kid. He's so cool. So fun. Like, blah, blah. And I was like, I want this guy on the Packers. I want him in a green and gold uniform. So many people, oh, he's a two-down player. He can only, you know, he can't rush the passer, blah, blah, blah. He's a disruptor, man. He's an athlete. He's a freak of an athlete. You put him on that line next to Kenny, you just cook with gas all game long. I don't care. I don't care. Disrupt the interior. That is his game, man. Mm, he's not just a, you know, a cushion, bring, you know, absorbing blocks. That ain't his thing. He's a freak. Oh, I'd love him in green gold, but especially after this week, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, does the combine stay in Indy? Good question, John. Um, I I did put this out there on Twitter the other day. Uh, that was a, a big topic of conversation all week. I did hear from someone at the league that there is a chance that they'll be back for one more year in Indy. Their contract is up this year, but because they missed out on a couple of years with the pandemic, et cetera, 
they there is a possibility they go back to Indianapolis, although I think that possibility is slight for one more year. Um, after that, they gone. It's going to be Dallas. It's going to be L.A. It's going to be gross. L.A. especially, man. I don't want to go someplace. I get in an Uber every time I want to go somewhere. Ugh, it's going to be terrible. Anyway. Next, do you think the Packers front office has changed their philosophy of drafting Wisconsin Badgers players? I think yes and no. I mean, Ted specifically did not. And I always kind of thought this was a rumor or a myth until Elliot Wolf confirmed it. Um, you know, Ted did shy away from drafting Badgers because he did not want to put undue pressure on them. The fact that they were, um, you know, beloved and godlike in the eyes of Wisconsin fans. Um, he felt was unfair to Badgers uh, coming out. Um, this is somewhat earlier in his career. Towards the end of his career, you know, it was a little, he was, he, he loosened up a little bit. But um, yeah, he, you know, now that uh, Brian has taken over, I don't think he shares that same sentiment uh, that Ted did. But, you know, I don't think they bump up a guy up or down on their draft board because he goes and plays at Wisconsin. I just, um, think it just hasn't worked out where a lot of badgers have rolled through the door under brian uh will the will green bay try to trade zadarius smith no i mean they may make a call or two but everyone in the league knows he's probably going to get cut um and you're just gonna if you're another team you're just gonna wait for him to hit the hit the wire well not the wire but hit the street so to speak um now the packers I know there's been a lot of kind of like talk about Preston and Zedarius. I think they'll extend Preston eventually, and I think they will cut Zedarius. And I think that move saves roughly like 15 million, 15 point something on their cap. It's a pretty good chunk of change to get off the books. So I, I would expect that sooner rather than later. Preston, thank you for the super chat. I don't know about you, but I'd rather trade Aaron to Denver for a boatload of picks and just restart. What's your stance on this whole situation? What do you do here? Um, man, I've been advocating to trade him pretty much since the playoff game. I, I gave it about a week just kind of mellow out, you know, because obviously right after the game, you're so upset and it hurts and you're trying not to be emotional about it. I was surprised. Tom Silverstein had his trade Aaron Rodgers column up that night. I was like, whoa, spoon coming out the gate hot. But yeah, I took about a week and I, you know, I've been pretty staunch. It's time to turn the page, start a new chapter since then. And, you know, I get people not agreeing with that and it's fine. We can all be grown adults and disagree, but man, the vitriol that you get when you state these things publicly, holy cow, it's crazy. Hell, I had John Coon come after me for it, you know? So, I mean, I get it. I understand that's, it's an emotional thing. And that's why I wanted to make sure I was calm when I said it, um, but yeah, I think well, 16 years with the same guy, it's just, you know, it's time. They, they've done, it's never going to get laid out for them to win a championship better than it has been the last two years. And if you can't close the deal, you've done what you're going to do. That's where I'm at. Now, all of this said, if and when Aaron does decide that he wants to come back and the Packers build a team around him and they make a run, I am going to be cheering for them. I'm going to be rooting for them. I'm going to be rooting for Aaron as the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. You know, nothing that gets decided this offseason diminishes your fandom, or it shouldn't, of the Green Bay Packers. I'm still going to root for them. And look, if they go on, Aaron comes back, and they win a championship, hell, two or three championships, I will gladly, I will 
gladly eat that crow. I oh my gosh, it'll taste so fucking good. Give me the crow, Aaron. Give me the crow. And here's the other thing: the Packers, by doing all of this, by bending over backwards, by putting the entirety of the franchise in the hands of one player, have made it abundantly clear that if they do not, if they bring him back and they don't ever win a championship, they have completely failed as stewards of the Green Bay Packers. Failed. Point blank. That's what it is. Uh, James, thanks for the super chat. <laughs> Draft industrial complex in full swing. Fast wide receiver class. Nah, give me some hands in the dirt for our first. Long time since the live nag. Still never miss your musings. Cheers, Aussie Sunuf. <laughs> what? Um, fast wide receiver class. You know, James, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there's more than one round in the draft. Thanks for coming. Bye. Yeah, it's a fast wide receiver class. And there are lots of wide receivers who can be taken past 28. Thanks, James. Appreciate it. Uh, Pumpkin, thanks for the super chat. I saw Bakhtiari got mad at a reporter for posting something personal. Do you think some people don't care to respect others' privacy just for clicks? Whoo, baby, this is a can of worms right here. Um, Yeah. Here's the thing. I know that's Mike Silver that you're talking about as the reporter who did put it out there that David was getting married on Saturday. Uh, and David responded with, I believe the phrase was, Mike, what the actual fuck? Um, you know, Mike is an old school reporter who does have a Twitter account. And when he has information that is pertinent to the current narrative, storyline, what have you, he's going to put it out there. Um, he's like Bob McGinn in that way. Uh, and I, I think if, I don't know if you saw this, but someone came after, came after Bakhtiari with, this is what you get for signing that big contract. This is part of it, which by the way is total bullshit. But, um, Mike responded like, you know, you, uh, David's allowed to have his own perspective on one of the most important days of his life. You know, Mike gets it. Mike understands that it's personal but he's putting it out there as color for the story of the moment, which is everyone waiting on Aaron Rodgers. And by the way, well done Aaron Rodgers for making yet another event that has nothing to do with you other than the fact that you were officiating it about you. You know? So I understand that uh, this is why I've never, ever, ever, I myself, I've never allowed it on Cheesehead TV, et cetera, anything personal about any of these guys. Because it's their life. I'm a football fan. I cheer what they do on the field. Now, yeah, I know some of them, and I know some of their lives off the field, but, you know, reporting it, putting it out there, that ain't my thing. It is other people's things, however. Uh, but I totally get why Bakhtiari was mad at him, if he was indeed mad. Um, part of the gig, though. It is part of the gig, unfortunately. Kevin, thanks for the super chat. Florio, I feel bad for you, Domofsky. I don't think about you at all. Also, why does Florio remind me of Peter Campbell? <laughs> that's pretty good. Wow, I've never would have put that together, but that's good, Kevin. He is kind of like Peter Campbell. That's well played. That is well played. And yeah, we had all sorts of Twitter beef this this weekend. We had we had Bakhtiari and Mike Silver, and then as you mentioned, Florio and Domofsky. I loved I loved Rob telling Mike like. Yo, it's Saturday night. I'm going out and socializing with humans, not hanging out on Twitter. You should try it sometime. So good. Excellent. Marshall, thanks for the super chat. 
If Razul walks, do you think they do another one-year deal for King or supplement in the draft? Well, if I remember right, I don't have it here in front of me, but if I remember right, King's deal was for more than one year. I think, was it two with void years on top of it? I can't remember. Um, is there a chance that King is back, though? Yes, 100%. Um, at what price? I have no idea. Uh, I like the wide receiver from South Dakota if Packers could get him in second round or a third round. Those are the rounds that they usually make hay in, right? I'm down with it. Uh, yo, what's up? Let's go back to 17 rounds and make the draft a week long. <laughs> week long? Uh, you guys need to chill on all that. All right, everybody, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor and hit like on this video. and Subscribe to the channel and then tell your friends, and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go.